Greetings and welcome to a special three-hour Memorial Day edition <laughs> of Inside Baseball. <laughs> Good evening, my friend. How are you, pal? Not bad. How about you? Good. It's, uh, it's a dark and stormy night here in Greenwich, Connecticut. It, it is. It doesn't feel like the opening weekend of summer with 58 degrees and rain, but... It, it, well, it, it does, uh, given we're coming out of COVID, so... It's true. It's true. I heard on the radio it's snowing in Wisconsin. Uh, yeah. Wisconsin. Insert obligatory global warming comment right, right. here. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we got a three-day weekend. Are, are you working? I'm going to work tomorrow morning, yeah, because it's going to be raining. And okay. uh, when I work, I get paid, so. Uh, okay. That's how it works, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you eat what you kill, huh? Mm-hmm, exactly. I like um, that. Some people call that a meritocracy. Which I'm all right with. You know, um, it's interesting because um, uh, we've been fortunate enough to, uh, you know, live a comfortable lifestyle, and so we have people come on Fridays to cut the lawn and, you know, blow the mm -hmm, leaves and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And so usually they come... Friday morning, they're here for about two hours. Mm -hmm. You know, three guys lickety split, they're gone. So today, uh, I had a long ride. I had a four hour ride today. So I pull out of the driveway at 11 30, and the guy who owns the landscaping company is here by himself cutting the lawn. Okay. Wow. Yep. So I go out, I do the four hour loop, mm -hmm. I come back, and he's there still not done. blowing the leaves mm -hmm. and at first i thought well maybe he's <laughs> maybe he's just trying to earn a couple extra bucks you know mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. cheryl said uh word on the street is that the uh, you know none of these guys are working mm -hmm. yep. uh, it's called um fun employment mm -hmm. fun and enjoyment <laughs> yeah are you uh what's your situation you got enough staff nope nope really yeah, I could use three guys today. I'm ready to accept a woman. Um, I've seen women on construction sites work in banging nails. Yep, laborers. Yeah, it's that bad. I saw multiple this week, which I've never, ever seen. Multiple women? Women, women working on construction okay. sites now, we, as we laborers. We need to be very careful here because during World War II, you know, they were you yeah, know, Rosie the Riveter. Yeah, the iron workers. Absolutely. I know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, speaking of giving credit to women, um, I want to take a minute cause I embarrassed myself last week and I feel like a schmuck. Okay. Your daughter graduated from law school. All right. Yeah. And I said, congratulations. Yeah. Like, just like that. Okay. Uh -huh. And I want to take the, the, a minute to really give her the correct congratulations that are due for that achievement because it's not, okay. yeah, good, nice, nicely done. Let's keep going. Um, so I wanted to apologize okay. and give her the full credit that she deserves for okay. that accomplishment. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, it's really been bothering me all week. I, I just, I just want you to know. Okay. That, all right? well, well, thank you. And I'll, I'll pass it along to her because she's, she's one of, uh, she's the one of my three daughters who doesn't listen to this. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> right. Now, That's right. why so I say something nice about her, so yeah, she so won't I, know. So I felt like a schmuck all week for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was uh, it was kind of an interesting week. If you start looking at peculiarities, um, where do you, you want know? to start? Well, I <laughs> uh, there's the bust in London of the cannabis farm that turned out to be an illegal wait, wait, wait. Bitcoin wait, mining. So which so which was it? Was it a Bitcoin mine? It was it was a Bitcoin mine that they had tapped into like yeah. the power line and yeah. so they were stealing the power. Nice. But apparently the that was read by the authorities as an illegal cannabis farm. Right, so, but they got there and there was no cannabis but a hundred computers yeah, uh, wired up. Away, yeah. Okay. And, okay. and I can't tell you, just, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. say it ain't so, Joe. Right, say right. it ain't so. You mm -hmm. mean something in the Bitcoin world is illegal? Yeah, and it was because of a massive amount of electricity consumption. Imagine that. 
Yeah. I'm sure it was solar powered. I'm sure there was a solar, you know, solar stuff on the roof and they probably had a wind turbine because if they're growing cannabis, then I'm sure they're, you know, earth conscious and they're, they're concerned about the environment. So it was no, probably a, a fine balance of the mine and the uh, grow up. It's London, the island nation that, that never, I mean, I, I worked there off and on for several years and I don't think I saw the sun 15 <sighs> times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there was that. And then, um, Apparently, one of the Canadian uh, members of parliament or, or elected <laughs> official was caught. Um, I don't understand this. I, I refuse to <laughs> click the link. Okay, I read the headline, um, and I saw in the in the JPEG that he released a statement. You know, which was very concise. Um, and you know, I apologize. I apologize for urinating during the House of Commons meeting or whatever, it won't happen again. I um, wish I saw that a little earlier because, I, I, you know, with a little effort, I could craft that into <laughs> quite, right. a, quite a friendly joke. Right, but, right. you know, you got to go, you got to go. Um, <sighs> so I was out riding around today, like I said, you know, mm -hmm, the, the training mm -hmm. stuff is building. Yep. And um, I'm glad I got done what I did because every idiot and his brother's in a car driving somewhere. You can't ride the roads around here, bro. No, and and by the way, what's with the school buses? Yeah, like who, what, like what? Who said the kids can go back to school? It's outrageous. I, and they're probably not wearing masks. I yet, you know, it's out of control. Snot nosed kids. On um, yeah, it's, it's 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 terrible. So, I had dinner with uh, Sean. I had dinner with another couple last night. He's a uh, one of our cycling buddies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, you know, the ex pro. Oh yeah, he's a nice guy and. Mm -hmm. um, we visit with him and his wife every so often, and he congratulated us on doing such a nice job on the Oh, that's nice. Podcast. Yeah, and um, his wife was also very supportive, although not a listener, mm -hmm. um, which I explained that you know she's not that's really okay. Yeah. Well, she's not our demographic, right? right? Under, we're, right. we're looking for the mm -hmm. twenty to forty, you know, male right. drive time. Exactly. Right. Yep. Exactly. Um, but so she says. Uh, so when you're done. How long does it take you to edit it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's the magic of the yeah. thing. Deal funds itself. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, so don't we, don't tell all our secrets, okay? <laughs> so we got into uh we got into the discussion again about uh you know, how can I not be good at math? Right. And yeah. so Cheryl's there yeah, and yeah. I said, "Would you please identify that I'm not good at math?" And mm -hmm. uh, and uh, she confirmed that, and of course, there's disbelief because, of course, I'm a bond trader and yada yada yada. But I, so I, I thought, you know, since I do talk about that, I, and I, I wanted to spend a few minutes kind of explaining to you how this all worked for me. Yeah, absolutely. And, and um, so basically, uh, you know, I started like everyone else: add, subtract, multiply, and divide. But by fifth grade, uh, things at home were pretty dysfunctional. Mm -hmm. And so in fifth grade, we got the fractions. And uh, I really couldn't do them. And they wanted to keep me back. Mm -hmm. But uh, um, my family decided it was best if I went away to summer camp for two months, mm -hmm. which, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I was thinking about that today. I'm like, you know, I went to summer camp in Eagle River, Wisconsin, with 200 other Jewish kids. You think they could have hired a tutor? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which is dumber, that yeah. or that. It took me till I was 60 years old to think yeah, that. hindsight, yeah. 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 Um, so anyway, I was always st stunted with my ability to manipulate the numbers, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, I, I got kind of C's all the way through, and then in college I met Cheryl, and she helped me get through, you know, uh, calculus for social scientists, AKA calculus for dummies. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. um, and I, I never really understood what was going on. I could regurgitate the stuff enough yeah, to, yeah. to pass, but, but I had a, um, we were required to take two, uh, semesters of statistics Ugh. and well, you know, you, I gotta tell you something. It was, it was a, eye-opening experience for me because people, people love statistics oh my god it's it's great well there's yeah, yeah. there's, there's i get it no i understand it yeah lies damn lies and statistics yeah bingo yeah right. but uh this was a big deal for me because it was the first time 
uh, well, not that's not exactly right. It was one of the first times that I started to see practical applications for the more sophisticated type of math. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, the first thing was in accounting, but that's what I wouldn't call that sophisticated math, right? That's just the add, subtract, multiply, divide. But in the statistics class, you can do it two ways. You can do sort of statistics for dummies, or you can do statistics using calculus. And of course, I was in the statistics for dummies. Uh, but, you know, you you pretty much get the same answer. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, it's a little bit more practical. Yeah. Um, and they were great things, you know. You, you would see... They started with like what people called the bell curve, or mm-hmm. you know, in the trade you call that a normal distribution, right? And so we we talked about you know the average, and then what a standard deviation was, and what two standard deviation was, and it was all uh, taught to me uh, in lecture by this British professor uh, Paul Newbold, who mm. uh, was I. You know, I don't know if it ever happened to him, but I, it was a terrific teacher. Yeah, enough and that it, he made an impact that you can remember him 40 years later. Exactly. Yeah. But he, he did that in a way where it was like how you say, talk to me like I'm a 10-year-old. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So we would learn the basics, and then you would get sort of real problems. Like, So, for instance, uh, you've got an elevator in a building, okay? And the elevator will hold 3,000 pounds, and it can hold... Uh, a maximum 3,000 pounds or 15 people. And so you would find out, you know, what the average weight of a person was and what the distribution would be. And and so you could use these tables to figure out what the probability is 15 people would yeah, yeah. weigh more than 3,000 pounds, yep, right? Yep. Okay. So, I mean, that was one, one sort of thing. But the real, uh, the real, breakthrough for me and it's going to be hard to explain it without drawing a picture but when the the real advantage of calculus is it's the rate of change okay so imagine you're traveling in a car 30 miles an hour right Mm -hmm. in your study there's no there's no change but if you tap the brakes and you go from 30 to zero you're decelerating right mm-hmm. well the calculus is a is a method to determine you know that that rate of change um so what he did was he would draw a curve and on that curve he would just he would pick one point mm-hmm. then what he would do would be he would draw a straight line that touched that point. So if you were looking at it in a microscope, the curve and the straight line for that tiny little space would be parallel. Mm -hmm. Are you with me? Yeah, yeah. So you got a a dot, which I think they call a tangent, Mm -hmm. right? And then you've got the straight line and Mm -hmm. then the curve. And the angle of that straight line would be your rate of change. It's that rise over run. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when I saw that, all of a sudden, the the math kind of came alive for me. Because when you're dealing with options, especially, mm-hmm. uh, or fixed income securities of different maturities, you know, nothing moves at the same speed. And when I saw that... Uh, on the blackboard. I mean, I didn't know anything about mm-hmm. bonds or options really at that point, but that was my breakthrough with the calculus. And so all of a sudden between understanding statistics and having that understanding rate of change, this more complicated stuff seemed way less intimidating to me. Okay. And so over time what I did would be I would get these um, academic articles and you know they're very intimidating because there's you know the yeah the sigmas and the integrals yeah. and the yeah you know yeah. The tech heavy I, jargon I, I, yeah. exactly right but uh, generally they kind of give you some language explaining what the formula does 
But then they use all these really sophisticated words, you know, a stochastic process or, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm getting Yeah, at, the right? list goes on. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what I would do would be I would just go through this stuff over and over again until I could figure out what they were trying to mm-hmm. to show. And eventually uh, I got enough of this stuff in my head and then now – now I'm in a trading room, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get in the flow of how these things work. And, um, you know, it just got to the point where uh, I could write these positions down on a yellow sheet of paper. And I could just kind of, uh, you know, viscerally, instinctively see how they were going to change over time. And it got to be a very natural uh I think for me, and uh, it's amazing. Uh, I mean, it ain't you know Rain Man, yeah, yeah. Savant thing. It's it's just sort of you get used to doing these numbers over and over again. Yeah, and um, I mean, there's there's times I I I miss by a country mile, but for the most part, I'm I, I'm pretty close with these things. Statistically, you averaged out. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Some, I saw this thing. I think it said eighty percent of the drivers in Sweden think they're better than average. Ninety percent. Ninety percent. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's great. I do remember uh, one day I was trading. I don't know if I told you the story. Um, you know how uh, when you see these traders on talk shows, they're always talking about how they did this thing right, and mm-hmm. then, like I don't know. I just seem to think about all this stuff I screwed up, but. Mm-hmm. We were having a really bad day, and uh, uh, I was long a lot of these futures contracts. Uh, and then I would have them hedged with cash securities. And we were we were down a lot of money for the day. And uh, the, we were getting close to the close, and one of the local traders had a huge position that he had to get out of. And so they... They called me up with like a minute to go or whatever, and they're like, so-and-so needs to sell 10,000 contracts or something like that. And uh, I'm like, I, I don't want them, you know, because I'm, I'm mm-hmm. gagging on these things mm-hmm. already. And uh, I'm, I'm through my, you know, like my daily loss limit and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, and and I'm like, I don't want them. And, and they I hang up and they call back and I just put a price on them. And I kind of close my eyes and I, I put just a ridiculously low price on it, and and um, I hear the bell on the yeah. floor ringing, and uh-huh. my my broker Bobby says, uh, "You bought him," and uh, I start shaking, and um, <laughs> <laughs> you know me and my HP twelve Cs, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. I, yeah, I can't Do pick it. it up. Yep, and I look to the guy next to me, I go, Jackie. <laughs> How many three years do I got to sell against five hundred million? Five years? I couldn't even. I couldn't even type the fucking the dial it up for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Mister mm-hmm. uh, Big Shot mm-hmm. Trader. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 But once you got to know that little calculator, it worked out okay for you. You know. Um, oh, the, so yeah. This thing. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I, I have. I have mm-hmm. like six of these. Oh, okay. In a seven, if you have the account that I, I gave I you, do. that yeah. I've never seen since. No, the autograph version. I have it right in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> the Morris Sachs Pro model. My daughter takes it out of the night table and chews on it. <laughs> Good for her. How um, is Cheryl? Asked me, is she three yet? One point five. Yeah, she's only one point five. Huh. Oh, so it was right before the COVID, huh? Yeah, yeah. December, she's born December of of 2019. Yeah, she's one point, she'll be 1.6 soon. Holy smokes. Some people say oh. 18 months, you know, which to me is a little bit much. They're like, oh, this is my 36-month-old child. Yeah, get a life. <laughs> yeah, right? shut up. Your kid's three. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a break. What, what uh, are you guys going to have another one or? I don't know. I don't know. I've been told, my old Irish buddy, this is funny. Irish people don't give a shit. All right, this is funny. They have no filter. You know this from your Peter McGee buddy. Um, I run into my old Irish buddy, and he's like, oh, you're going to have another one, right? I said, you know, I don't, I don't know, Dave. Like, I'm just, you know, one point. She, she was one at the point. And I said, he goes, well, you have to, because if you don't, then you end up being friends with her. And you can't be friends with her. You need to be her parent. 
I said, all right, th- thank you very much, Mr. St. Lawrence. I appreciate that. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> but, but you know what? I kind of agree with him. There is a hint of truth to that, you know? What, that you'd be friends with your kid? Right, that you that you become friends with the kid as opposed to a parent, you know? Whereas if you have one, you become buddy-buddy. With you have two, he used the example, hey, stop hitting your brother, you know? And you become... <laughs> <sighs> I don't... Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't I, know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. You know, we, uh, we had one, right? And then we mm-hmm. had another one. We mm-hmm. got started earlier than you mm-hmm. did, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. The, so the first one's the first one. Everything's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, who turned out to be a wonderful woman, mm-hmm. but was just a pain in the ass mm-hmm. kid. Yeah, the middle right? kid. I'm, right, I'm the middle right. kid, yeah. too. Yeah, oh, I Oh, you it. are? Oh, absolutely. Oh, by <laughs> the way, I, you know, just to change the subject, remember how a couple... Uh, podcast ago i told you my estate plan was mm-hmm. to bury gold coins in a can somewhere and leave yeah. you a treasure map yeah in five years after yeah. my death to give my kids yeah. okay that's why well, i think i figured kate would have started listening to the show you know <laughs> well that's what i you stole my thunder um one of them said can i have liam's phone number <laughs> <laughs> they know where to find me they can find me <laughs> you yep. know the, the way they're going they're gonna they're gonna be way past me so um, anyway, uh, going back to real mm-hmm. life, yeah, yeah, yeah. people don't give a shit about right. how many kids we have, right? No, no. I, although if you had a son, would you, would you name him Morris? I've thought about it. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. How'd that, how'd, how'd that, Shh, don't yeah. jinx it. I can't, again, <laughs> I could either start early and wear her down <laughs> or I, or yeah. I play the, the, you know. Oh, um, I, I don't want to mention it now because I want to talk about mm-hmm. this other thing, but I have a surprise for you. If you remember, remind me before the show's over. Okay. okay. All right. Yep. Anyway, I was in the city this week mm-hmm. and. Uh, Where'd you go to dinner? Well, let me start with lunch. All right. All right. Lunch. I had at Odeon, mm-hmm. which, you know, I looked, classic. I looked at the menu. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, don't remember what I had. Okay. But I had lunch with a, a former colleague who I've kept in touch with for okay. 20 something years. And this is the kind of the the quant computer wizard. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, hands down tied for the best. Yep. And so he's been working for a firm that has been generically a commodity trading firm now they're into trading crypto and he's been building models for them to use which are similar to maybe fixed income trading type Mm -hmm. things okay and so when i heard this okay once again to a a hammer everything's a nail Mm -hmm. i'm like this is a fucking disaster yeah because People are arbing these things, mm-hmm. and I won't try and get into the weeds on this because it won't serve any purpose because too much education. But the the quick and dirty is these are spread trades, so you're long one type of mm-hmm. crypto, and you could be short the same coin but of a different maturity. And the reason that's so dangerous is you all of a sudden you have what they call counterparty risk on both sides of these transactions. So if you buy a coin from Joe Blow and you sell it to somebody else down the road, you the guy you give the coin to may lose it. Yeah, I'm not saying he will, but but he might, right? Yeah. And so apparently, once again, according to mm-hmm. Grant's Daily Observer, the one I quote. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that huge sell-off we had last week, where did it get mm-hmm. down to 30 last week? Okay. That was like $2 billion worth of liquidations. Mm-hmm. Caused a $60 billion mark-to-market loss. Yep, yep. That that That's, I mean. Can't, yeah. In, in the world of trading, $2 mm-hmm. billion, dollars, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's nothing. Right. It's, it's really nothing. So, yep. uh Anyway, it was refreshing to see. It's probably made you feel a lot better, And he's too. comfortable with that? Well, 
he is, and, and I'll explain it to you why. He, he said the guy that he's working with for, right, mm-hmm, he's a consultant, mm-hmm. he gets the joke. Mm-hmm. He's like, look, uh, I, I'm, I know I'm the chump at the table, and it's going to be tiny stuff. Yeah. I just want to... I just want to understand, and we're going to start by building systems. And yep. okay, unlike uh, Carl Icahn, so this is interesting to me because Carl Icahn has been a prolific investor, right? So uh, he's was on the tape saying he's looking to invest one point five billion dollars in crypto, maybe buy a company, you know, mm-hmm, whatever, mm-hmm. and. Um, I find that unusual because I think he knows what he knows and he knows what he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would imagine either it's his son is pushing him to do something um, or, uh, and this is a real thing, he might be buying um, you're going to laugh. This is a real thing. Schmuck insurance. Yeah. Yeah. I've, okay. So for those who don't know, schmuck insurance is a real thing. So if you buy a company or sell your company, uh, if, and it's an off market transaction, so it's not in the public market, mm-hmm. it's an agreement that if the buyer turns around and resells this company within a certain period of time for a certain amount of profit, the previous owner gets a piece of it. Mm-hmm. And um, so what I think Icon's doing yeah. is yeah, yeah. saying, he's, no, it's oh. just, he's just saying like, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of doing it because that way uh, if it holds, he can say, well, you know, I looked around, I didn't see anything. Um, see, even, yeah. Ray, even Ray Dalio. Um, Bitcoin, Ray? Ray, I have a little Bitcoin, yeah. Oh my God, what is going on? He's off the reservation for a while now, though, right? I suppose so. Yeah. I mean, he had that that tragedy. Mm -hmm. uh, Yep, yep. You know, I drove over there, not on purpose, but I was Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. running some errands. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, yep. What a mess. Yep. What a what a mess! But the, the going back to the Carl Icahn thing, so he's got to be in his mid eighties, yeah. easy, right? Oh yeah. And I I'm wondering if he hasn't lost it just a little bit because do you remember back when oil traded at like minus forty six dollars a barrel or something like that? Yeah, I had I had two fifty five gallon drums here at the apartment. I bet you <laughs> it took delivery when it went under zero. <laughs> Oh my God, that's funny. <laughs> but I think it. I think isn't the uh, uh, a barrel forty gallons, fifty five drum. Or maybe it is. Maybe Brent. Brent. Maybe the on the oil. You would know more than me. A commodity. A, bar, a barrel of oil is forty. I thought it was. Uh, I'm basing mine on like an Acme cartoon. Okay, you know. Oh, I got you. <laughs> that you mean the the boilerplate. The right, go-to. exactly. Yeah, yeah fifty-five okay. gallon drum. You know. Um, so, uh, icon, icon was uh, when oil uh, traded at down forty-six dollars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He went on the news telling everyone how he's so smart. He bought, you know, he called his guy, and and it's just like it's such an exogenous comment because. Um, if he's got a guy that's this is his job mm-hmm. and he already doesn't own everything he can own at a dollar, mm-hmm. you're supposed to fire him. Yeah, yeah, he sure, yeah. yeah. He had to call him and tell him. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the way the thing, the oil thing worked, if someone had said to me, could oil trade at minus $50 a barrel right. a year or two years yeah. ago, I would have said it, it could, but I, it's really unlikely. Mm-hmm. And, the reason is because when you get into these futures contracts, there's there are very, very specific rules. So um, people trade futures back and forth all day. Yeah. And um, with the idea that 99% of the futures contracts traded end up netting out against each other. 
and maybe one percent at the end right. uh, is it involves a physical. So you spend delivery. all day screaming in the pit for oh, it yeah. to end up for for ninety percent of them to wash out. Ninety nine. Ninety nine percent of them to wash oh, yeah. out. So you, yeah, yeah, and um, and so th- that was one of the things we specialized in was uh, we would um, very often either uh, take delivery. Mm-hmm, also mm-hmm. known as uh, stopping delivery, okay. or we would make delivery, also known as putting out delivery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And so you'd get, you'd get uh, the rules weren't that complicated, but it's just like anything else. You got to take the time to read them. Yeah, right? sure, sure. And so, uh, you know, when I started looking at the crude oil thing after the, you know, the minus 46, I mean, it's just that there's only so much crude oil you can deliver in the contract. There's the yep. got place that you got to put the oil. And, and a hundred years ago at old spindle top, when nobody wanted oil, they just let it on the ground. Yeah. The gusher. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, uh-huh. if, if it was worthless yeah. at that point, it just dump it on the ground. Right. Well, yep. you can't yep. do that no more. So, uh, anyway, that's why it got to mm-hmm. some, plus there was a bunch of, I'd say kids, but you know, not kids mm-hmm. in London who, uh, I saw that. Yeah. That's another. So basically what they did was they knew that it was sort of a kind of a cash settled situation. And if they put a market on clothes order in, they would get filled at the, at the last minute. And they yeah, just, yeah. they just pushed the price and pushed the price. And, uh, it was this mega windfall. They've made like, what five hundred million dollars? I or saw that, like that that we, that they talked about. They were like that yeah. they admitted to, <laughs> yeah. you know. So just for sake of clarity, um, if I did that in the like with the bonds, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. they, uh, you know, I I get called up. Interesting. Yeah. You know, you're. I mean, yeah, yeah. You can you can niggle it. Uh huh. Uh huh. But like this relentless pounding. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, they don't. Yeah. That was that was no good. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. All right, so that was lunch. So that was just lunch. So, okay, that was so lunch. Yes. So they're Arb and Crypto. Um, yeah, and you used all the same bullet words, the the keywords from long-term capital, um, counterparty risk. Um, oh, oh, someone's you know? paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you fire those words off, and that's what I think of. Um yeah. I know I know that's a lazy a lazy uh comparison but when you say those words that's what I think of um, I, I, I don't think it's lazy I I don't think it's wrong I think okay. it's I think it's an, entirely right I mean the the leverage is you know the JP Morgan had a famous quote about uh, uh bear markets deliver stocks to their rightful owners Interesting um, yeah yeah you know leverage is is great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. until it's not and, Right yep um, yep Okay so that was lunch Okay. Then uh, I had dinner with my real estate pal at the Union Square Cafe. Mm-hmm. Fully staffed and masked. That's nice. Good. Yeah, the food is, is that Danny Meyer man. Yeah, he's got it figured out. Uh, he is a Trinity College alumni, and yeah. he is an Alpha Delta Phi brother as well. Really? Um, yeah, so we were uh, we're fraternity brothers. Um, so yeah, so next time I see him down at uh, Union Square, or uh, what's the other one? Gramercy Cat. Yeah, yeah, I'll say, you know, I'll give him the secret handshake. And, hey, Danny, uh, Phi Cap, huh? Wink, wink. <laughs> so I met him a couple years ago at a charity auction, mm-hmm. and uh, it's funny, I. Maybe you know it's because I knew it was coming, but I read a uh, a little bio about the guy, and so wildly successful, right? Yeah, everyone yeah. wants a piece of him, and what they what they would say about him is, you know, you only get a minute or two of his time, but when you get it, you get his total attention. Yeah, and I met him, and it was like the most wonderful two minutes. Wow. I mean, That's with, high compliments. Yeah. With my clothes on. Yeah. 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 Of course. Right. Right. Uh, you know, if we edited this, I would say, let's go back. And... <laughs> no, I mean, he's uh, he is the restaurateur in New York City and now the nation uh, with Shake Shack and Union Square Hospitality and so on and so forth. There's, I mean, a, we don't... there's a little brouhaha in the Saks 
family over which is a better burger, Shake Shack or In and Out Burger. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna weigh in on that. No. Nope. Hatfields. Hatfields and McCoys. I don't want anything to do with either of those. I'm not even. Oh, you're healthy. Yeah. No. 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 Um, It's the Spotted Pig and it's heyday. Okay. And that's the end of the discussion. I I drove by. I drove by the Spotted Pig last week. Shuttered, right? (laughs) Yeah. It's it's like a haunted house. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even look at it. Yeah. Just keep going, okay? Yep. Oh so so yeah. Union so Union Square was bumping, okay? So you were happy with that? They were full capacity yes. and it was and it was a good product. That's cool. oh, it was fantastic. I had a uh, a Margalisa. Awesome. And yep. uh they they nailed it. And um what do we have? I think I had uh maybe like a Caesar salad and mm-hmm. uh I had a half order of pasta for dinner. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And a little dolce. And I'm trying okay. to trying to keep my weight down for the uh, for the race, and uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. I had a physical today. What so, they say? Yeah, all good. The doctor says you're gonna live. Okay. So, yeah. 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 You don't have one of those doctors like uh, you haven't considered seeing like the anti aging doctor where you're like, hey doc, um, you know, I'm, can you test my testosterone levels and then they give you, you know, maybe something that helps you out a little bit. Well, I, I've uh, I last it was a two years ago I mm-hmm, went to mm-hmm, get a mm-hmm. testosterone test. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. Mostly because I was hoping it was low. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and they were like, no, <laughs> and then I could, right. you know. Yeah, 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 I know where you're going. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, you know, no, it didn't work. It didn't ah. work out that way. So. <laughs> no, sir, you have 90 out of 100. You're fine. You are helping. <laughs> My uh, hematocrit is 43. Ah, and the, please. Yeah. Well, that's not great. I mean, that's it's, not terrible. It's okay. yeah. The range is like 38 to 50, 50 being Lance yeah. Gunderson. I was going to say, um, yeah, yeah, riding um, the tour. So uh, what I did get him to uh, suggest is... Because I'm going to uh, Telluride, then Leadville. Oh. Uh, for t- I'm, so I'll be out there for two weeks ahead of the yeah, race. Yeah, yeah, Nice, nice. I'm, a week before I go to Telluride, I'm going to take some low-dose iron pills. Okay. Because that's supposed to stimulate red blood cell. Interesting. Um, why don't you so, get a tent? I'll tell you why. Because I'd sleep in that tent, okay, and then there'd be a <laughs> malfunction. I wouldn't get enough oxygen. That's I'd be, right. I'd I forgot. Brain, I forgot. I'd be brain dead. And <laughs> this be, is your reason. Schmuck, retired <laughs> trader, brain dead, yeah, training yeah. for asphyxiation camp. Yeah. Right. You don't want asphyxiation in in your obit. <laughs> I don't know what should be worse, that or the guy who hangs himself in his hotel room and right. the, and the knot doesn't. Un- right. Right. Ah. Uh, all right. So no altitude tent because you're worried about an unfortunate obit. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, all right. You know, when I when I moved out here uh, in 1984, mm-hmm. there were a bunch of kids in Scarsdale who were doing that autoerotic asphyxiation thing, and they were they were oh. dying. Oh yeah, and, really? Uh, yeah, but I didn't know. I thought I I didn't know it was for real because I'm a young kid mm-hmm. right, from, yeah, yeah. from the Midwest. Yeah. I mean, right, like, right. We, we don't do stuff like that. It's out crazy. There. Right, right. That's and, crazy. And uh, so there was this joke going around. It's like, it feels the best just before you die. Oh. And I didn't realize that th- this, yeah. had, this had been this has been happening. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the 80s in Scarsdale. Oof. Yeah. Were um, you, well, you were born what year? 1981. So if you remember the 80s, you weren't there? My parents got married in Scarsdale. <laughs> really? Look at this. Look, we all, it all comes full circle. Yeah, 1981, Scarsdale. It's funny how that... <laughs> yeah. and, and so I couldn't get a house in Scarsdale, but I got a house in Scottsdale. Wow. How about that? Interesting. Yeah. It's 100 degrees there. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. 50 here, 100 yeah. there. Yeah. So you mentioned Leadville. Yeah. What's your uh, optimism level right now? High. High. Yeah. You're two months out, right? So what are you, yeah. eight to 10 weeks out? So you really. Yeah, something you gotta... like that. August 14th. Okay. Yeah. No, so I, 10... I, I feel, I feel good. I, you know, I, I think, um, I, I, well, here, here's the, the advantages. The advantages are, I know I can ride a bike 12 hours. Yeah. Right. That's a big deal. 
Yep. Right. Secondly, I know I can eat and drink for 12 hours without getting sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so what are the disadvantages? Disadvantages is I'm a couple years older and you lose a couple of percentage points uh, because your you know, VO2 max drops and stuff like that. But to combat that, um, uh, I'm going to get some uh, uh, fluid therapy. When mm-hmm. I get out to, oh, yeah, to yeah, altitude, yeah, yeah, I get yeah, yeah. Like, just like a uh, saline solution with some vitamins in it. And, you uh, used to have to date a nurse to get that kind of treatment. So you know, it's nice that you can just dial that up nowadays and just get somebody yeah. to come over with the IV. It's kind of like dating. You just, in this case, you just pay. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Right, right, right. And, and, and you know what's that Charlie Sheen line? So they, <laughs> so they, they're, so the nurse leaves. <laughs> um, you know how I, I think you can overcome the age factor by finding the older guy on the course, and you say, okay, if if old if old Hickory over there can do this, you know, you find some some guy that looks like you know. 65 70 and then you and then stay with him i would stay with him as long as you can um and that's what i kept doing i said if he can do it i can do it if he can do it i can do it um and i told you i rode like 30 miles with an amputee at the knee yeah. and all i kept saying was that if he can do it you better do it you have no yeah. excuses you know and then i then I'm telling you, pick up with the old timers. I rolled with the old timers. The guy was wearing his Leadville 1999 jersey. I said, this is my guy right here. I said, I'm staying with him. And I talked to him. And he goes, oh, you know, we got another 30 miles. You'll be fine. You got a 45-minute cushion. We're going to have to walk this hill if you want. Yeah, those guys are priceless out on the course. Huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. Yeah, All I right. always like talking to people. Yeah, otherwise it's a lonely, you know, you get in some dark spaces out like, there. And if you like my four-hour solo ride today, oh yeah, oh no, on the roads too, man. You, yeah, that was. Uh... So but, you know, I felt, for... I felt good. I, I felt, I felt good. You know, it was one of those no chain days. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Oh, I'm happy for you. So you're ramping up, and you're gonna go out early, which is yes. So you'll be adjusted. That's awesome. Yes. I, okay. I, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to do all the sorts of things. Uh, yeah. You know, like uh, Oprah would say, you know, put yourself in a position to succeed. Right. Right. <laughs> have exactly. I beat that one? Have I beat that horse dead yet? <laughs> I mean, you're getting there. <laughs> have you ever noticed how uh, the words mean different things these days? Like, so we're having dinner last night, and uh, there's one guy we know. That they he and his wife had a baby, but they had it with a surrogate. Mm-hmm, okay, sure. so I said, so what is a surrogate exactly? Because I'm sure there's a specific definition, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in this case, it was uh, the miss the, the the sperm and the egg from mm-hmm. the couple implanted in a third party. Does that sound right? It's absolutely correct, and it is the most incredible gift another woman can give another. It's it's mind-boggling to me. So it's a combination of science and human psychology. The whole thing is incredible. Right. Complicated, um, yeah. but yeah, and to me, incredible. But yeah, correct. Okay. Sometimes, yeah, you've got it right. All right. Um, and so when they... D- Take the sperm and the egg, and they implant it in the wife. That's mm-hmm. in vitro. Uh, yep. Or when? The, yes, I believe so. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'm just trying to stay on top of these things because mm-hmm. you know it's what I've discovered is, uh, you know, these discoveries were made in like the like mid '60s. So. Well, I, I, it's a, it's a it's a long journey for me, but <laughs> I, you know, I'm I don't know if you've ever done this, but many times I I talk before I think. And uh, I, I, I don't want to offend people. Um, and I just, we were, I was noticing at dinner, so we mm-hmm, were talking mm-hmm. about the, the, um, uh, the surrogate, and I've, I got mm-hmm. that right. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. uh, the other couple has a f- friend that's child is transitioning. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. okay, uh, can I, can I? 
call for a lifeline kind of thing here. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. there's a child of one sex that decides it wants to be yep. the other sex. Mm-hmm. Doesn't want to wear a dress anymore, wants to play hockey. Yeah, I, um, it's familiar. Yeah, I know. Very common nowadays. And those kids, I would say 10 years ago, 20 years, were treated horrifically. And nowadays, it's accepted and I don't want to say common, but statistically, I bet one in 10 children identifies as non-binary. I'm familiar with it. I have a friend who has a child. Hang, hang on. Yeah, non-binary. You, I, okay. So, like, to me, you just said, You can well, check that on your driver's license. Well, so I want to go back because basically mm-hmm, what, mm-hmm. what you just said to me was it was like either Brownian motion or Gaussian. So I don't know, non-binary? You don't identify as a male or a female. You're non-binary. I say that like I'm, like, like, like I'm the authority, but I, that is my understanding of it, I believe. If you identify as non-binary, when you check on your, when I go to my driver's license, New York wants to know, are you a male or a female or non-binary? You can check that box. Yeah. Huh. Yep, yep. That's a thing, yep. For okay. example, I have... A friend whose daughter, she just didn't want to wear a dress. She didn't want to wear a dress. She didn't want to wear pink. All right. That's how it started. And she was like, I'm not into it. I don't want to wear the dress. What do you want to wear? She wanted to wear pants. She wanted to wear a hockey jersey. She wanted to play hockey. Great. Women's hockey is great. There's like, there's no checking. It's like, like you watch in the Olympics, right? Yeah. Canadian powerhouses up there. But yeah, it's common nowadays, man. Um, Yeah. 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 And, I'm, and it's and it's a good thing because now that it's normal and for kids like my daughter that grow up and your daughters, that's a shrug and not a big deal. And that's the way I think it should be where, yeah, that's it's common. You know, when I was a kid, it wasn't normal. Um, kids got picked on, you know, it was different. It was different. Now I now I sound like Charlie Munger. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm not trying to be. Uh, um What's the word? Needlessly difficult, but, but. Uh, <laughs> well, so my understanding is the human brain isn't really fully formed till the person is in their early to mid twenties. Yep. And that's why, um, one of the most dangerous times for a young adult is like the 18 to 22 Mm-hmm. Because that's a time that schizophrenia will uh, uh, become uh, a problem for a very few. And it's a horrible thing, but it's this transition of the brain. And, you know, I probably talked about this several podcasts ago. It's like, you know, I was playing with a friend in, in my playroom and I picked up a, a model airplane and I hit him in the back of the head as mm-hmm, hard as he could. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh, why'd you do that? I'm like, I, I don't know. And, and, and I, to this day, I remember doing it. I don't, I liked them. Yeah. But I, I just kind of wonder like, uh, by the way, what has this has got to do with the financial markets? I have no fucking clue, but I mean, look, it's Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> yeah. No one's listening. No, no exactly. one's listening. They're sitting in traffic, listening to 10, 10 wins. They're going to the David's DJ David Solomon um, tonight is uh, DJing out in the Hamptons. So Bullshit. Um, <laughs> I, I'm totally kidding, <laughs> but I might not be wrong. I might not be wrong. You know, there's got to be a private party and David gets up on the uh, ones and twos around 11 and plays whatever it is that he plays. Um, You're throwing these terms around the ones and twos, the binary. Non-binary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, anyway, I I just I, my concern with this thing about the the changing of the of the gender mm-hmm. is what if you got a kid that just needs wants more attention from his parents or something like that? Yeah, you know that's a mm-hmm. great way to. Yeah, I don't know. 
that's funny. My mom wrote a note to a, uh, to, a, to our babysitter when I was a kid. So she left like a prep note for the babysitter that, def- that like detailed all three kids. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, it was like, your sister's a saint. Caitlin's a saint. She'll get up, dress herself and get on the bus with no problems. Don't come home, do her homework and like chores without asking. Liam needs constant attention. <laughs> that was the first sentence. Okay. Somehow my wife got a hold of this letter <laughs> and like, <laughs> Um, and, where was, and like and mumbles lines of it to me. Like, how uh, how long was your mom going away for? Nah, I think like it was only like forty five minutes in the morning. Like my parents were teachers, so you know oh, they. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, you mean it wasn't it was only like, like she was going out to dinner? No, 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 no. This was our like. Th- she she put us on the bus in the morning because my parents left for school right. at six thirty, and she watched us from like six thirty to seven fifteen. But in those forty five minutes, I was a total hellion. Um, yeah, I was the you know who delinquent else was like middle that? kid, Winston Churchill. <laughs> He's he, you know you got great things ahead of you. <laughs> um. So that was dinner. All right. So let's go back. All right. So we've done lunch. Oh, okay, so we've did, done dinner. Did, well, the dinner, the discussion was with my real estate guy. And um, apparently, uh, even though the rents are lower than they were pre-COVID, mm-hmm. we're pretty much back to 100% occupancy. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so once you're fully occupied, you know, you can start drive and rent increases. Yeah, so I was yeah, yeah. happy to see that. And and many of the uh, commercial tenants are, maybe they're not paying full boat. Um, some are. Yep, uh, yep. But um, the ones that aren't paying full boat are, are paying half or two thirds. And um, so it seems like, you know, from that perspective, things are, are moving along. I just, you know, we got to see what happens once this government subsidy stuff goes yeah. away and what mm-hmm. happens to the economic numbers then. Mm-hmm. Um, September. The, the stock yeah. market really likes the Fed on hold indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Um, the tenure notes tried to go above 160 a few times and it just doesn't seem to want to stay there. Uh and as Can long as that rate doesn't, just let me finish. As long as that rate doesn't back up, it's going to be hard for the, in the near term, for the stock, the 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 large cap, you know, cyclical stocks to go down. It's going to be hard for that to happen. What was the uh, overnight repo record that they broke? Um, oh, the reverse repo. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's some humongous number, but it, you know, it's if you look at the zero hedge and this and that, I I I don't really think in the grand scheme of things, it tells you anything. You know, once again, we're talking about the the plumbing of the money markets, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. the government keeps every month coming in and buying, what is it, 80 billion treasuries and 40 yeah. billion mortgages, right? So they, yep. So what happens? They buy the treasury and they put $80 billion into the banking system. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things happen. The banks have more cash and the banks have less collateral. Mm-hmm. So at some point, there's just too much money that for the banks to hold, mm-hmm. and um, they don't want to buy anything with it. And so what happens is the Fed just does these things called reverse repurchase agreements. And so basically, they uh, give the bank collateral, which is treasury securities, and the bank gives the Fed cash. And so that fixes that problem for the for the short term you mm-hmm. know ultimately the cash gets spent it gets invested and uh you know then it comes down to is lacy hunt right and we're not going to have inflation or you know the inflationistas right and all of a sudden you know the prices of everything keep going up so we're we're making a small modification to our house in scottsdale and I asked the guy to give me a uh, a price about uh, a month ago, mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. six weeks ago. And uh, so I said to him last week, okay, let's make this official. Give me a firm price. And everything was fine except the price of concrete doubled. Wow. Um, you know, it's not a lot of concrete. Yeah. But, you know, 
there's tons of work going on and you got to get in line. And if you can get it, you're going to pay for it, right? Yes. If you can get it, you're going to pay for it. But concrete, you know, there's a lot of building. Concrete uses a lot of energy, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the price of energy is going up. A lot of, uh, not a lot, but three people uh, I think highly of all think the price of oil is going up to 100 bucks a barrel. Um, and the Stop most- right there. Stop right there. Because yeah. I have another friend. Okay. This is my firefighter buddy. All right. And now since you brought this up, because he's been beating this drum and he listens every week and you said something about oil this last week. And he says, see, Morris thinks oil's going to a hundred. I do too. I told you, you mark my words, you listen, you watch. And here you are tonight. So so there you go, Matt Gagan. I hope you're happy. Morris has a hundred dollar price target of oil. Excuse me. Uh, Kevin Muir. Oh, uh, Kevin Muir has a hundred dollar price target. Uh, uh, Louis Gav from GovCal has a hundred dollar price target. And a man uh, who I'm very fond of, but shall remain nameless. He may not think he has a hundred dollar price target, but he certainly hopes. Mm-hmm, it's a hundred dollar mm-hmm. price target. Okay, mm-hmm. and they're all bright guys. And and you know the most compelling thing about that? Mm-hmm. I had lugged around an energy position for ten fucking years, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I got Mister Pro Trader. Yep, yep. I got blown out. I still remember you uh, making making remarks about energy. This is like. Years and years ago, we were eating pizza at your house, and somebody said something about energy or like something like Canadian miners or something. And you were like that fucking energy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was uh, it was good when it was good, and it was. So I read that book years ago, uh, the biography of John D. Rockefeller. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, this is all every everything's energy, and so mm-hmm, energy, mm-hmm, energy, mm-hmm. energy, mm-hmm. and you know, like most of these things. Um, uh, you know, I I understand I, I understand the whole nine yards, but you know what? Don't matter because they make no money. And yeah, in my book, it's mm-hmm, it's all mm-hmm. about making the money. So mm-hmm. anyway, um, before we sign off, I just wanted to to let you know, uh, Las Vegas, I got us hooked up. Okay, now, um. You'll be home in time for Halloween, okay? So, you know, Fiona's second Halloween costume, mm-hmm. you'll be home in time to, mm-hmm. to see that, okay? Okay. So the full pampering package. All right. So Amtrak to Vegas. Uh, we'll be staying at the Best Western. <laughs> no, man. Okay. No, so, uh, all right. That's good. That's like next week, man. I hate to say it. Isn't that, that's in May, June, July, August. Yeah. That's like, it might as well be next week well, for me. Let's get through Leadville first. All right. Tra- Trey's at the Beacon, June 22nd, 23rd. I saw that. I saw yeah, that. I, What's, what nights are those? You want to go? Wednesday, Thursday. I'll be out of town. Okay. That's fine. But, uh, you know, um, I would go once, like the Trey Anastasio band with the horns and, and that. I, I've mm-hmm, seen them enough. Mm-hmm. One I night, I agree. I agree. You know, no, it's fine. good. It's good. It's good. But yeah, you know, like eighteen. You don't need times. to do three runs, right? No, yeah, yeah. No, no, All right. No, no. All right. So you're already getting me excited for Vegas, um, October. Um, let's get through Leadville first. All right. Well, let's okay. focus on that. Okay. Um, and we, and just to, to wrap it up, I I did gimbals last week. The gimbal's right, and I did take Chestnut Ridge. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no shame in that. You're 60, dude. You know, you're not 22. What, and what do you have to prove? Go take Chestnut Ridge. Yeah, you're. who's yeah. laughing? They, you know, they come around the corner. I know. I st- Trust me, I inspected, and I saw that you took the shortcut. And uh, I wasn't going to, you know, take a screenshot and circle it in red and say, what is this, the shortcut? You know, because I'm yeah. we matured, and I, you know, we're... Yeah, you know, it's just a sense of loss. Stop it. You took I, the shortcut. I, I used to be somebody. Yeah, no, I get it. Oh, I totally disparage shortcut takers. I, I was riding uh, by Martha Stewart's house today. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, I remembered I had like the sixth fastest time there once. And the fifth fastest time was because I was on Dudley's wheel. Okay. And yep. I was I was waxing poetic about our friend from Australia, and I just mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd mentioned this to you. I went there for his fiftieth birthday, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Did I tell you about this? I remember you going. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I'm 59. Mm-hmm. He's 50, but he was like master's triathlete, right? And mm-hmm. all of his mm-hmm. friends are just like that. So I'm trying to keep up, except, mm-hmm. except number one, they ride on the wrong side of the road there. Yep. Okay. So mm-hmm. I got to get it. So you're fucked up yeah, already. <laughs> that's number one. That's number one, fucky fucky. Number two is they have all these roundabouts. Oh, so yeah. So can you imagine coming into a roundabout at 25 <laughs> miles an hour and not knowing which way the car is? And you got to look right instead of left. I, yep. <laughs> now, the best part is they got the brakes reversed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's happened to me. Yeah, you're lucky you didn't go over the bars. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Happened uh, to me in Ireland. I got the backwards bike, the Euro setup. Yeah, that can be potentially fatal. Yeah, because all of a sudden you grab your rear brake and you lock your front okay. day Boom. over. Yeah. yeah. I think I took it back to the shop and I was like, I can't deal with this. I was like, I need a, I need an American setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they handed me a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out, Val. Yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, my brother. You'd uh, do you have anything? You, huh? you have anything? Do we want to give the uh, listeners other than our hundred dollar uh, oil price target something to chew on for Memorial Day weekend, or has it been boring? Hey, sell in May, go away. Is that is that a thing? Is that why it's quiet, or is are those days over? Uh, I'm I'm just I'm cold. Yeah. <laughs> you know, first of all, do no harm. <laughs> <laughs> yep all right pal all right but well, you have a good week i'll talk to you enjoy next your week. holiday weekend yeah be well cheers bye now